Hello, everyone, and welcome to For the Love of Self podcast. This is your host, Heather Murphy. Today, I have my friend Cynthia here, who is an empowerment coach. And we are going to be talking about, hmm, we'll see, I don't know, we might be talking about some manifestation. We were just doing that previously before we hit the record. Um, that is actually how we met. We met through a manifestation community and we've just been able to support each other through some of the ups and downs that come with having a manifestation practice. She's also a mother of a young child and um, I think we're going to be able to relate to uh, her and her story and first I'd love for you to just uh, like tell us who you are tell us what you're doing with your coaching practice and whatever else you want to share with us of course of course of course okay so my name is Cynthia Carrillo I am an empowerment mentor I help women tap back into their power um how I got on this journey Whew. it all started on March 8th 1993 <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's um you know just like any person like we have to go through I feel like us as healers we have this calling from from the from the stuff that we go through to be able to heal ourselves to get the strength to heal other people because heal people heal people you know mm -hmm. and so I feel like um you know I grew up in the San Fernando Valley which is located like 15 minutes from Los Angeles, the actual city. And uh, I grew up with a single mom. She was like a teenager. She was 18 when she had me. My parents were very young. Um, they were like that 90s couple. So like very uh, 90s ghetto gangster type of era, you know. And um, I lived in a neighborhood, an inner city named Van Nuys, which is predominantly uh Latino families and Latino culture and um, not seen as the best part of the valley, but definitely is where I call home. Um, my grandmother lived on the same street for about 50 years. So like definitely home. Yeah, she lived here for a really long time. And so it's so funny because I now live in my own apartment, like two streets from that. And you could say like, it just, it's just a line and it resonates and it feels like home for me because this is where I grew up. So, um, so grew up with young parents. Um, my mom grew up with a family of strong Latina women. Like my mom, she was a single mom. Unfortunately, my dad was like very like inconsistent in my life. You know, he, um, he was, you know, drugs took over him. He was really about the street life and in and out of jail my whole life. So I grew up about three strong women, which is my grandmother, my mother, and her sister, my aunt. And um, they always taught me like, you know, you gotta be strong. Like you don't need a man, you don't need anybody. So I'm very like strong and independent. Um, that's how I was grown up to be. And that's how I've always been. But with having such a young mom, like, we kind of like had a, we just kind of had our tiffs, you know, because we were so, she was growing up and growing up and having a baby and having a baby on her own. You know, I've learned to like not blame her. She did the best she could for what she had. Um, but yeah, like I, just like any rebel teenager, I was a rebel, was, uh, getting in trouble from 15 to 20 years old. And I was in a toxic relationship abusive emotionally um and when I got out of it I told myself never again I was never gonna let somebody manipulate me or 
I was going to really look at my stuff and the things of why I landed there and with and that's when I really started diving into like spirituality and personal development and self-help and like learning what is healing what is spirituality what is a practice what is wanting to make myself better I thought you know for so long I think when you're young you you think like this is how I am and this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. oh let me tell you right now anybody who's listening like that is far (laughs) that is far Mm -hmm. from that happening like you have you are constantly growing evolving and changing and uh, I just hit a point in my life where I was, I had broken up with that boyfriend that I was with for six years. I was out on my own. Um, And six months later, I met my daughter's father. And then six months after that, I was pregnant. So life happened fast for me. The universe had a plan. Let me tell you, like, I was young. I think I was like 22 when I had my daughter. And um, she changed me. I mean, I'm sure you know, our daughters are both the same age. And like motherhood changed you to a different effect. And like, I knew that I didn't want my childhood or my trauma, my, my stuff to affect my daughter, you know? And I think that's what motivated me to really dive into the self-help and personal development, you know, it's like, I wanted to be better so that I could be a better mother to my daughter, you know? And so I, you know, I started diving into spirituality and I started I started doing all the things, but by being so independent, I home by being so independent, I really didn't ask help from anybody. That's my problem. Now that I'm older, I do realize like with growing up with such strong women, it's really hard for me to uh, ask for help and to reach out and be like, hey, I need help. So I went through a lot of things on my own and even with when I decided to, so after I had my daughter, I was in the gentleman's industry, like the nightlife industry. I was a waitress at a strip club for a very long time. Um, You know, there's nothing more inspiring than seeing women like that um, embody their femininity and embody their power that is them, you know? And when I would go into work, they were such like, that was the beginning of like my expanders of like stepping into my divine feminine power. Like, I'm sure you, you completely understand. I know you know what I'm talking about. Like it's a different level of when you step into those places. So I found myself working in those places um, and just still reading my shaman books, still reading my personal development books and still like understanding how I was showing up and embodying my femininity in those places. And like, I have met some of the best people working there. Like, I know there's a lot of like, like not a lot of people know what happens. And there's a lot of like misconceptions of those places. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you right now that like those places, uh, all people want is interpersonal connection. Like people really don't understand that. It's like, at the end of the day, like, I know it's like, oh, you're so gross because you go to those places or, oh, it's so sleazy. Oh, you must be a creep. It's like, you'd be so surprised on human beings. All we want is personal connection. That's all. That's all is is, is personal connection and understanding that 
And I feel like those places really taught me that that was like how the wheel started turning in my empowerment journey. Right. When I, yeah. Yeah. when I started to like embody, like, um, like and understand human beings and understanding like what, what it was like. And so there's like an I, energy in a place like that too. There's a frequency that's happening that, yeah, we, we can get into that, but go ahead. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're on it. Like you're, you're on it. There is an energy. There is a frequency. And like, everybody thinks that the girls who like make the most money in there, oh, she, she must be doing more. She must, she must be doing more. She must be doing God mm -hmm. knows what in the VIP. It is not like that. I have met women literally just embody their femininity obviously play like a therapist to a man okay but it just doesn't not just men okay I've seen women walk in there as well um yeah you know and they don't do anything they just they just reflect a strong pillar to whatever this human is wanting to into in a connection and let me explain that a little bit is like these women yes they get dressed up they look a certain way and they go out on the floor and they make that's how they make their money but let me tell you something if you just want to sit there and talk and you want a friend you don't want a lap dance you don't want this you don't want that guess what they're going to sit there and just talk to you you know because at the end of the day they're still a human being they're not just this sexual object you know and so yeah. i guess what i'm trying to say is that like i saw so many different forms of divine femininity that it really opened me up to understanding what my own divine femininity is and how I got mm -hmm. to own those parts of myself, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love that you bring this up. Cause I know we've been wanting to talk about it because I used to work as a dancer and, um, coming from that side of things, there's so much I have to say, which we'll get into, but in terms of like embodied femininity, I think it's interesting because I think there's this like weird pressure in our culture about like, I feel like I heard someone else talking about this on another podcast. So I don't mean to, you know, how you like absorb information or like this came from somewhere mm -hmm. else, but basically that it's like, there's this weird paradox about being a woman in that we're supposed to embody this like divine femininity yet exist in a like unhealthy like we can say toxic unhealthy masculine energy at the same time and I think what was interesting like about my own experience in being uh in being a dancer was one yes like really embracing that femininity which was shamed for a long time um as I'm sure many women listening can and men too I mean we need we need both energies we need to balance both energies for whatever gender you identify with but um yeah just being able to really embrace my femininity and I have never felt more empowered in my life than when I was a dancer that's that's what I have to say about that I was I was making more money than I've ever made in my life and felt so fully expressed and seen, <laughs> which is a funny thing to say, because obviously people are watching you and there's yeah. a voyeuristic quality to it. But yeah, it's it's really interesting because I think strip clubs get a bad rap and there is certainly like toxicity that happens in, in strip clubs. But um, 
Yes. There's a lot of really empowered women that work in those spaces. Yes, yes. Yeah. There is so many empowered women, people I'm still friends with today and people that I still, I wouldn't say look up to, but I would say that they expand me in a way that it's like, wow, she just really is in her power and she doesn't care what anybody else thinks and she doesn't care what this person is. She's focused on her, her energy, her grind. I'm like, I respect that. And I respected that so much with the girls who like really were not there. They were there to do a job to be good at it and to embody themselves and be their own boss because let's be real like that is like the first step of entrepreneurship those women are entrepreneurs okay if yeah. they don't go out there they don't they don't talk to people or they don't um they don't put themselves out there they're not going to make any money so they have to embody this confidence and this mm -hmm. this uh this energy of like some they're going to come to me you know what i mean yeah. it's going to be fine yeah. Hey there, friend. I am so sorry for interrupting this beautiful podcast episode, but I just quickly want to send you an invitation. I want to ask if you want to come to coffee with me. That's right. If you want to do a virtual coffee date with me, I'd love to. If you are a mom who is ready to transform your life, if you are curious about manifestation or wanting to take your manifestation practice deeper, if you are wanting to improve your well-being, your mental well-being, I would love to just sit and chat for 20 or 30 minutes to get to know you, for you to get to know me. This is just a wonderful opportunity for us to get to know each other, share our stories, and discuss our journeys towards personal growth and creating a life that we love. During the coffee day, we can just talk about your goals, your challenges, um, and the things that truly light you up. I'm really passionate about helping moms, and I believe that through understanding your unique perspective, I can offer more tailored guidance and freebies for this community. I can't wait to get to know you, so go ahead and click down in the link below to schedule your coffee date with me where we can just hang out and chat for a little bit, and I will send you a Starbucks coffee card so you can get your coffee. All right, I look forward to meeting you. That's where like, I really felt like I started to learn and understand it. energetics was in a, in that space because like, I would feel all off, you know, I'm a woman sometimes, you know, you're like about to start your period or something. And really I should just be at home curled up on the couch or something, but I still got to hustle. And, um, you know, I could feel that, but I swear it was like the times that I was like ovulating and, you know, when you're ovulating, you're like more social, you feel more sensual, da da da. but like I would make way you're more money. Power. Like you're in that energy because you're, you're just in like, that yeah. Power. yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And, you know, I, you would see it with other women too, where it'd be like, oh, I'm just like having an off night. And, you know, it's just really interesting to watch the way that people's energy would play out. And, and just to go back real quick too to what you were saying, like the clientele, you know, a lot of these, I worked, you know, in Bend, Oregon, which is very homogenous. And so typically it was white male clients, but I think that like my experience was that there was just a lot of wounded men <laughs> and that just, didn't know what to do with how they were feeling. It's not just about like a sexual thing. It's really just like men needing their like people to hold space, someone to hold space for them, a feminine energy, seen. maybe to be seen, to have someone hold space. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. There's so many times where like 
I remember just literally sitting, like being paid to just sit and listen to someone talk to me. <laughs> Cheaper than a therapist sometimes. So yeah, it's uh it it was interesting. And then just really getting into manifestation through through those experiences, like it's a great space because you're For like, real. whoa, like the money is like moving in abundance. And then, yeah. oh my God, that it's is crazy. like the beginning. Let's be yeah. real. Like our, like, I know mine, I don't want to speak for you, but like, yeah. that's where manifestation started birthing itself for me. It's like, I never, let me tell you something. Like we never know when we walk into places like that, we never know how much money we're going to make that night. We have, a, we have a goal in our mind, mm-hmm. but the universe has a different one. So let me tell you, like, it's, like I would just release into the night I'm like listen I'm just here Mm -hmm. to have a good time trying to give my energy put my boundaries definitely Mm -hmm. had to be strong in the boundaries in those places but um and I yeah I had to I feel like that's when I started manifesting but this is all gonna Mm -hmm. lead back let me just finish up of like started in the club and like we said yes there can be very toxic um environments that come along with those places of course you know but like any job I could work at Ross and it could be a toxic work environment okay exactly yeah (laughs) you can get sexually harassed anywhere okay you don't have to be in a thong walking around yes 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 exactly exactly so um I think that unfortunately like I was fired from my last job and it honestly ended up being the biggest blessing of my life like Mm -hmm. I was fired right before the pandemic um and I was so thrown off by it. And I was so like, I had been telling myself, this is this funny how the universe works. And you know, how we were just talking about how like Abraham Hicks and everything's working for us, not against us and not having the resistance. I had been talking about leaving the club for a long time, because as you know, because the money is so good, it's mm-hmm. really easy for people to stay there because you think you can never make money like that anywhere else you know, because the money's fast, the money's easy. And it's, I was stuck in that place where I was trying, I was, I was getting, I was making money and I kept being like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here. Like my energy started to, to deplete every time I'm going to work. And so, and I was getting, it's so funny. I was getting sick all the time. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like your energy, when your energy is off, like your spirit is off, your body is going to know, like your body knows. It will and force so you to not go. <laughs> yeah, to the, yeah, I yeah. was sick. I was getting sick. I was doing this. I, like, I just was not feeling it anymore. And I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. Guess what? The universe says, okay, you're not going to quit. Boom. I got fired. <laughs> and so yeah, wow. um, can't really talk about why, but just because I don't want, I don't know if anybody's going to hear this, but <laughs> yeah, um, unfortunately I was. And it was kind of like forced to be like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, why did this happen to me what's going on I've been doing the work like I was like I was the rug was pulled out from under me like Mm -hmm. it could never before but it's so funny how the universe works in mysterious ways um I had got fired and then a month a few weeks later my aunt my the one that I talked about how like the three strong women one of them was my aunt my aunt got really really sick um Mm. two weeks later so she was really really sick and then um on new year's she got she was uh bedridden so she was in the hospital for about a month and a half from january up until february and i was with her every day 
And if I wouldn't have not got, if I would have not gotten fired, I would have not been able to be there um, with her every day, spending time with her, being with her. And then in February, she ended up passing. So like, mm, it, sorry. You know, I know. And it like, even talking about it kind of makes me teary eye, but if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have been able to spend time with her like I wanted to. And I was with her the whole time. Mm. And it was just so crazy how, even though that was like, I thought it was like, like the rug was pulled out on for me, but in reality, um, light was shown for me to walk through and to be able to be there with my aunt. And that time meant so much more to me than being able to be stuck at work, you know? So I was able to spend time with her and I was able to be there for her. And Mm. so, and then, so that happened February 16th. We went on lockdown March in March. Mm -hmm. So everything just happened in a way that I was just like, I'm not going to fight this. I'm not going to fight this anymore. And I went to school and I graduated college and I got my degree in production. Um, I got my BA in TV production. And then again, I was doing something. I was still in spirituality and still all about personal development. And when I graduated college, I wasn't finding any luck with jobs. Like I had, but I would have this strict thing of like, I needed to be flexible. It needed to be when I wanted. And as you know, it's in TV and film, it's really hard to not work 12 to 14 hours. Yeah. And And it's so competitive just to get into, to even find a spot, you know? Yeah. Unless you're like an apprenticeship or something, or unless you do an apprenticeship. Yeah. Slave labor. (laughs) Basically. So like I told myself, I'm like, okay, but I'm, I need to be there for my daughter. Showing up for my daughter is really important to me, to being a mom, you know, growing up with a single mom. I know that like building that relationship with my own daughter is so important to me. And so I manifested a job that was in my field and I picked my hours and it was flexible and I had a family work environment and it was nothing like the club and it was great and I stayed there for one year I stayed there for one year and it was fantastic and I have no regrets I I love them those people work for a post-production house but um that's when I realized that I wanted to turn around and be able to do the work that I've been doing for so long on myself going through grief and learning to understand being the rug being pulled out from under me understanding divine feminine power empowering myself I started Mm to I started to dig deep and I started to realize that so many people were coming to me for advice and people were coming to me random people would send me dms about like what do you think about this and like and I was like oh there's something here like I started to realize that I had this amazing superpower to be able to see people understand them like I did in the club mm-hmm. understand them um give human beings a clear understanding um compassion being able to hold compassion for people and understand it in a way that like I wanted to help you know I, I wanted to take what I have been been through and all that I've been healing. And now I now use that as I want to learn. I told myself, I want to empower people now. I want to be able to show people 
how amazing they are. I want to be able to help people understand themselves, tap back into their inner power, because we don't need, I feel like I live, um, I was in an environment where it could be very superficial, like in the strip club, because there's so much money. There's so many people who come in and they, they flex their stuff and their money. But at the end of the day, like that's all external things, you know, mm -hmm. like the internal validation is what you really need. And mm -hmm. I felt like when I started to give myself that, I started to move forward in my life. And then I started to try to, I wanted to start to help people do the same. And so now it's what gets us here. About a few months ago, I decided to take my business seriously and that I wanted to yeah. empower women and through breath work and EFT and meditation and just overall my compassion and understanding to help human beings and to see them for what they really are has been um, my reason to get into the work that I do. It's like everything and so much more because I truly believe that the more people we have that are tuned into themselves and love themselves and understand themselves on a different level, it's like the more peace we will create in this world, you yeah. know? And that's Absolutely just too. Yeah. Sure. Hey, and it's it's yeah. a amazing belief that we're gonna keep fighting for because that's what it is. It's like more people need to love themselves, more people need to be connected to themselves more people need to fill their cup up before they fill anybody else's because that yeah. is what causes true peace in the world I think about everything that's going on and it, it's unfortunate of a lot of things that go on in the society and this world and I think about it's unfortunate but I think about like even young people who are committing crimes that I'm just like what happened you mm -hmm. know what I mean because people are not born into this world evil they are not you know, no. I don't know if that's controversial. I know people have different things, but I truly believe like you are magnetic when you are a child, you know what I mean? And I know yeah. through our adults and our caregivers, like they, they, I don't want to say manipulate, but things happen. They and influence. Turn yeah. Our yeah. They influence yeah. how we see things in the world and it doesn't, there's a better way. Yeah. And that's all I want to start spreading is that there is a better way. There's a better yeah. way. Exactly. I love everything you're saying so much and you already know that, but I, I just, I love that you're doing this work to, um, help people just expand their, their sense of self-love even more because exactly with what you said, it's like when you are cool with yourself and you love yourself deeply, you don't need to go out there starting shit with people. You don't need to go and you're not acting from wounding. You're showing up in love for everything because you love yourself. So if, you know, you're, something is happening to you, um, I don't, I want to be careful about how I say this because I hate, I, I'd hate to like make people feel unseen or invalidated in their negative experiences, but if something did happen to you that has, has had such a negative impact, it's exactly through work that Cynthia's doing or myself where it's like you get to take that power back you don't have to be a victim to the things that happen to you and that continue to happen the things that did happen to you might be playing out still in the like a different way it might look different and through doing this inner work you get to totally shift your reality and your experience of life 
I can't, you hit an amazing point, Heather. Like I can't stress it enough that it's like, it's unfortunate that things happen to you. And I, I want to validate any person that's hearing this, that something shitty has happened to you or something unfair. And I see you, I hear you, and I understand you, but do not, do not let those things own who you are and what you came to do on this earth. Do not mm-hmm. do that. Do mm-hmm. not give those things, those people, those places power over you. You take back your power. Mm-hmm. When you start empowering yourself, you start loving yourself. You start doing the work on yourself. You start choosing you. That's the point. Yeah. Like th- th- that's the point of this work. It's like, and I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm so deeply sorry if anything that's happened to you, shit, I've, I've had shitty fucking things happen to me. Okay shitty Mm -hmm. shit I don't wish upon anybody I don't I don't wish them upon anybody but you know what I know that if I hadn't gone through those things I wouldn't be where I am today and I won't want to say and like I said to each his own to everybody's experience but if it wasn't for those things I wouldn't be who I am and I wouldn't be the mother that I am and I wouldn't strive to be the person and the human being and the soul that I want to be and this beacon of light of how I want to see myself in this world you know? Yeah. yeah exactly. And so that's truly taking your power back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I want to circle back around actually to us being mothers and, um, you know, I too felt like a, I don't even want to use the word inspiration, a responsibility to heal once I found out I was pregnant that, oh shit, I need to get my shit together. So I don't, you know, project all my bullshit onto my kid, which, hey, find out, you find out that you're never a perfect, a perfect parent and that, you know, there's still like lessons to learn. You're not going to be fully healed before you become a parent, but um, becoming a parent definitely makes you hopefully realize that there's an opportunity for growth and healing. And so I love that that was a big, uh, again, like I don't really, I don't really like using the word motivator, but it it obviously was like, you know, some sense of like duty maybe. And um, so I guess like what I'm thinking about is to the mothers that are listening out there, I hear a lot of moms just be like, Heather, I don't know how you make time to do this stuff. Like what, like, how do you, how do you do that? You know? And I'd love to just hear from you, like, how are you really um, making time for you and like doing this work, you know, because as a mom, the days are full. And if you're a working mom, the days are really freaking full. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This is something I've had to constantly battle myself, like all the time. Like I'm like, oh, the laundry, got to put away, got to do the, got to make the dinner, got to do the, mm-hmm. got to get luna in the bath gotta do this gotta do the homework gotta do this where do i find time for myself let me tell you something you take the time i'm sorry if to all the moms that are listening to this if the clothes do not get put away that day that is okay if the dishes do not get done give yourself i feel like we as mothers do not give ourselves grace we're trying to always be perfect all the time 24 7 it's like no but i gotta do this 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 and this And it's like, yes, I get it. But like, for example, yesterday, I had a lot of things to do, but I was feeling stuck. I was in this weird energy. And I'm like, I need to sit down and meditate for an hour. I'm sorry, but I have to put this first. I'm sorry. I I have to put this first. I have to do this first. If 
I don't take care of me. You don't take care when you're trying to take care of everybody else and you take you don't take you don't take care of anybody. Let's be weird. You have mm-hmm. to take care of you first. So it's like I had to sit down and take the time, force myself to take the time and not let the anxieties of the clothes not putting away or the dishes being dirty or the this being this or I had to take the time to sit down and devote it to myself because when I take time for me that reflects back to my daughter. That reflects back in the things that I do. My energy is not off. Because if I take the energy of anxiety, stress, or I'm in that frequency, or I'm in that vibe, guess what? Something's gonna, a dish is gonna break. This is gonna happen. I'm gonna yeah. get, I'm gonna create more of that energy of frustration, all because I did not wanna take the time to devote time to myself. Because then, guess what? We start sacrificing for everybody else and everything else. And then we start getting mad because people don't notice it or people don't see that we're lacking when in reality, we should have been taking the time the whole time, yeah. giving ourselves permission to take time for yourself. Like that's how you, that's as a mom, you don't need permission. Like, yeah. I mean, from anybody else, give yourself the permission mm-hmm. to take even it's 10 to 30 minutes to just sit down, do something that's for you, whether it's washing your face, whether it's journaling, whether it's meditating, whether it's watching watching your favorite TV show, reading your book, like do something for yourself. And like something that I encourage my clients to do is in the morning, if you're a mom like me, Take 30 minutes before you wake your kids up or you do and do something for you. So you start the intention with taking care of yourself and the rest of the day feels good, feels at ease. Guess what? You took care of your needs first. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think like just to share lately, I've been going through a whole new level of this sort of self-care where I'm like, I'm done feeling guilty about shit. Like lately, like my daughter's school needed all these baked goods for some, you know, fundraiser. And I was just like, nope, not doing it. I'm done with feeling guilty with things like that. And so it's like the laundry is always going to be there. There's always going to be dishes. There's always going to be snacks to be made. There's always going to be something (laughs) like that. And I enjoy it more when my cup is full. So I have been training my kid and this is the big part, I think, and I'm sure you're the same, but I have been training my daughter since she was little that mommy's meditating right now. Why don't you go play with your toy? And yeah, like there's days where she really needs me and I'm like, oh, this sucks. This is a, not a good day. Like I'm not getting my needs met. She's not getting her needs met. I'm going to just have to accept that and really cater to her needs because she's just a child. She doesn't understand, you know, Yeah, but For the most part, you know, it's like you said, it's taking 30 minutes before, you know, get off your phone at night and go to bed early and get up 30 minutes earlier. It's going to make you feel better. I love doing ecstatic dance in the morning. Right now, I don't do that because I have a family member staying with me. (laughs) I'm like terrified they're going to walk in on me. But, you know, move your body or journal or listen to a meditation. Do something. It doesn't have to be the same thing. It's whatever is right for you. Yes. yes whether it's going outside taking your sip of coffee and feeling the sun Mm. like that is find the moments 
in between the times like you have to like even if like sometimes I would go like 30 minutes before pickup to pick up my daughter and even those 30 minutes before Mm -hmm. pickup in the car I would just sit down and meditate like finding the time and the space for myself but also like get rid of all the guilt like no guilt here because when you're filling your cup up you're able to fill up others you cannot pour from an empty cup yeah because then you just come off dry (laughs) yeah like I I have even like you know said no to my daughter doing certain extracurricular activities like just things like that because I just don't have as much energy for that kind of thing. Like, I'm like, no, I don't want to drive all the way across town to some little practice thing. You're only six years old. Like you can do that kind of stuff when you're a little bit older. And I don't want to always say no, it's finding what feels good. You know, like we were talking about human design earlier and, you know, like if you have generator kids that just need to do stuff all the time, like I'm a projector. Luckily my daughter's a projector, but like my Your daughter's a projector. Yeah, she's a projector too. So like we're so both my daughter's a projector right? too. Really? Oh, yeah. So, I love that. So like, yeah, like she might be more inclined to be like, yeah, let's just chill. Let's cool with me. <laughs> it's really my lucky, daughter but... is so like that. But some people have kids that just really do need to wear themselves out. But like, can you get a trampoline or like, can you live or you know what I mean? It's just like find ways to get them, like use their energy that work where you're like, oh, like my daughter's still a kid. She's a projector, but she's still a kid. So like we, I say the trampoline thing because we just got one and I'm like, I can just sit out there in my lawn chair and like read a book and she can jump and it just, we both get our needs met. So it's really finding that balance. And even like thinking about how people would be like, how do you read so many books? I'm like, well, first of all, I listen to books, but it's like, I find the cracks in in the day to like, you know, or I go, if I'm having a rough day, I'll like go hide in the bathroom for five minutes and do breath work. It's just like, find the time you make the time and set boundaries with your kids for sure. Yes. I definitely have just like you tell your daughter, I tell her mommy's meditating right now. If you want to sit down and meditate with me, that's fine. But we are taking these 10 to 15 minutes to be completely silent. And sometimes I'll give her one of my earphones and just, she'll just sit with me because she just wants to like chill but it's also like having both of our needs met but the fact that when you do it for yourself and it reflects so much you're able when you able to fill up your energy you're able to give that full energy back to your kid and they feel it they feel it yeah they do they like when your nervous system is regulated I swear like just pay attention to it I noticed that like if there's tension in my household, then my daughter starts acting up and I'm like, oh, they're so sensitive. So having everyone's nervous system regulated in the house is really important. Um, sure is. So, um, yeah, well, I'd love to hear from you about like your work. How can people work with you? And like, what are your, what do you got going right now? Like, and how can people get in touch with you so they can work with you? So right now I am doing a community membership, which is something that I'm really excited about. Obviously I'm a reflector. So reflector energy is all about community and shining light on the community and shining light and being all a beacon of a community. So in my community membership, it's called the remedy. Um, We're going to be doing, it's just a beautiful resource and tool for people who are 
dipping their toes. To, these are, this is for the toe dippers or the well-seasoned, you know, want to get into personal development and self-help. This is an amazing starter. Like I, we're going to be doing group Zoom coaching calls. We're going to be doing empowerment calls. We're going to be doing some EFT, some breath work. We're going to have energy updates. It's this membership is a resource and it's going to be teaching you so many different tools for you to use. And I just want to be able to give to the community. Like I wanted to make this because I feel like you can get so lost in different modalities and what works and what doesn't work. And you can even just feel um, alone in this work or feel like, oh, I'm not sure if people are going through the same things I'm going through. So when I decided to make this community membership, I decided that I want, I knew that it made me feel so good to know that other people were going through the same things I was going through and we were walking together, you know? And so I want to take your hand and I want to guide you and I want to help you be able to fill your cup up. I want you to feel seen and heard. And I want this community membership to just be a beautiful resource for people that want to get into the work to better themselves, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I'm basically offering it. It's, it's, I like to think of it as like a, a gym membership for your uh, self-love. Oh, I love <laughs> so, that. You know, yeah. There's going to be community. Uh, there's going to be classes. Like I said, there's going to be special, but there's going to be guest coaches. And so, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful resource right now. My wait list is open and I'm giving away free spots because this is my first round. So anybody wants nice. to sign up, they, the link is in my bio. My Instagram is Cynthia C dot underscore. Um, that's my at and you'll be able to find all the links in my link tree. Um, I am offering one-on-one -on -one empowerment mentorships and how that looks like is we do a little intro call and then. We start, I like to start all my clients in the, the self-worth, self-love pyramid. So we start with your self-awareness. So that means limiting beliefs, triggers, stuff like that. We start into self-acceptance. This is giving yourself grace and we move into self-love. But we do this so beautifully. You kind of let me know where areas in your life you feel like you need empowerment. We work on those things. We understand them. We show you love and grace and we tap into your inner power. So, and that's my one-on-one -on -one mentorship. And right now I'm just, I'm accepting new clients. And so I'm really excited to be doing that because I know that when a person wants to work on their empowerment, it's that they already know that they have power. They just need help tapping into it. So yeah. I just kind of guide them into our, into believing in themselves, into understanding what they came on this earth to do and to walk in their light without ever having to hide in the shadows again. That's what I'd like to do for my clients is mm -hmm. helping them walk into their light. There's this, I always think of this um, famous, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Bridgington, but in one of the scenes of the first season, if you're not, it's a really good episode. She talks yeah. to the Duke and she said, you know, he had been going through so much childhood trauma with his son, with his dad. And she, she tells him as a young boy, she said, let me tell you something that when you grow up, you make sure you walk in your light unapologetic, unapologetically 
and authentically because you were meant to shine. And that resonated so much of that's really empowering yourself to walk yeah. in your light, to walk down your path. And all I'm doing is helping you along the way. The power is already within you. The magic is you. I don't give you anything. I don't yeah. give you anything. This is all something that we just work on together for you to reconnect with yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want. That's what I do for my clients. Um, you know, that's what I do specifically for women, obviously I men as well, but specifically for women, just because I know how much society has an impression on us. And I like helping women take their power back. I love that. Yeah. I love that. What a beautiful thing. I'm so excited to see your community grow. I know some people will want to hop in there. Um, we'd love to have you again on some time just to go deeper into like the remedy and go deep on that topic too of just yes. your membership and everything. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here and doing the work that you're doing. And we will put all the links, the links, we'll put the, what am I trying to say? Yep. That's right. The links will be in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can easily pop into the remedy or a one-to-one -one mentorship with Cynthia. Thanks for listening guys. Thank you, Cynthia, for being here today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this conversation. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. If you found this episode helpful in any way, I want to invite you to send it to someone who would benefit from it. Also, consider leaving a rate and review for the podcast as it really does help the podcast get to the top of the recommendations list so that even more people can get on the self-love train. Come follow me over on Instagram and TikTok at forthelove.of.self. That's at for the love of dot self. Shoot me a message and let me know what your favorite takeaways were. I love meeting new people and watching them grow. And thank you again so much for tuning in today as it really is an honor to be here with you. We'll catch you in the next one. Oh, and of course, don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>